Oh yeah. Man. Back in time. Load management for me. <laughs> Taking a break. All right, Kawhi. Yeah, we are in a very serious load management situation. By load, Todd's talking about his weight, and by management, <laughs> he just means no. I'm not managing too, that. No, he's definitely not. He just means he's been too tired to actually podcast here lately. Um, which I did take fine. a nap before this one. I fell asleep. I, I bet you did. Nine o'clock and slept for forty-five minutes. When I was texting earlier, I was like, that son of a bitch fell asleep again. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to take a quick little nap. I set an alarm. I wake. I woke up. Okay. I waked up. I waked up and forgot my grandma. <clears throat> I waked up, motherfucker. So, yeah, been a couple weeks. Um, I think we only did one pod in October, and that was when I was Wait, in. did you podcast with your wife last week? I did. I did. Did, a, did an emergency <laughs> Halloween that? pod. It was fine. It's gotten good reactions from the people that have listened. Obviously, you're not one of them. But from the people that have listened to it, it's gotten positive reviews. So From Jamie? No. No, this is from her coworkers and some of my coworkers, just the people that have listened to it. Otherwise, I haven't gotten much in the way of feedback. But uh, um, she's, like, she's like, I did a, I did a guest spot on the bro pod, and people are like, holy shit. How'd exactly. you get that gig? Twitter blew up. I mean, it was it was fucking cray. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's it's been a minute, but now we're back. Todd's awake. Um, Todd will be distracted starting in about twenty minutes because the Blazers Clipper game is tipping off here before too long. Unless your stream doesn't work, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. But it's not. Uh, I'm going to stream it on my phone. You're going to stream it on your phone. Oh. I'm sure that won't slow anything down. By the way, your Skype photo, as an example, has what? been frozen for about three minutes. So I can hear that, by the way. All right, I, I just turned it down. Okay, good. All right, you ready? You ready to start? Now we'll start the show. All right, let me get uh, the... We uh, already started. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, did we? All right, Bropod, 11-7-19. Um, November is here. Man, the holidays are just... Flying by. I'm gonna watch it on. Uh, I'm gonna watch it on my data. Take that for data. Your data. On Just your like work phone. <laughs> nice. Fizz- oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Deep cut for the three people who understood what the hell you were just what? talking that, about. That's not a deep cut. If you watch the NBA, on, you no, know no, no. What take that for uh, data yeah, means. Uh, maybe. If you watch the NBA, there's a 45 percent chance you know who David Fisdale is. And if you know who David Fisdale is, the mix. a 30% chance you know the data. For at group. least another week or two. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so I wanted to start with, because we're a week behind. Again, last week's pod that I recorded with my wife was on Halloween night. I uploaded it the same Ooh. night, by the way. Whoa, shit. Kudos to well, me. I guess it was live, so you, yeah, I mean, there, just one track, you didn't have to do anything. There wasn't a lot of mixing. I had to put the intro and the outro, and we did a commercial in the middle that was edited. So. Wait, we have an outro? Holy shit. <laughs> yes, for two years now, we have an outro. I've listened to the intro. Is the outro, is it, is it, uh, like... It's similar. Is it a Kato, or what was the thing called? Kato? What the... Kato. Kato, right? Kato Kalen? Yeah, no. no, I think it's C A D O, or like it comes back around. Look that up. Coda. Co- my, mm. The musical term, coda. 
Yeah, it's definitely a musical term. Oh, yeah, it's Coda. You're thinking of Coda, Cato. <laughs> When's the last time you picked up a trombone? Uh, Was it 30 years it's ago? Gonna be, it's going to be a while. At least. What's that? Nothing. Anyway, so... Uh, Probably around the last show. 1990. Yeah, 1890. There you go. Halloween. Not 1890, motherfucker. Oh, oh 18. Oh, I got you. <laughs> 1890. Um, Halloween was the last show we did. Well, the last show that was uploaded. Actually, it's probably podcast. 91 when I last picked up a trombone. I know you don't care about this, but. So that would have been. 10th in grade? Arkansas. 9th grade? 9th grade in Arkansas. 9th grade. Oh, you were in the band. Because <coughs> that was considered junior high in Arkansas, correct? Yeah, I was in the motherfucking marching band. Oh, Did you ever march? Once. Did you ever actually you hear march? me? No, I didn't. Say yeah, we, we did a parade. Um, toad suck? The parade was for... No, it might have been the toad suck. No, I don't think it was the toad suck parade. Okay. That was a local parade where we lived in Conway, Arkansas. Conway, Arkansas. That's right. I don't. I don't know why it was called the Toad Suck Parade. I, Toad Suck Days, it man. Did, it didn't have anything to do with hallucinogenics. I don't believe. No, no. I don't sure. remember why it was called that. Anyway, that was the big festival in our town. Speaking of which, I was. Listen, I don't know if you've listened to any of the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcasts by Mr. Bill Simmons, but no. um, they were talking about On the Ringer Network. Scotty Pippen, who went to college in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, what's he might the name have of that? Been from there? No. Hendricks College. Hendricks, yeah, there. Hendricks. I knew it had an X. I was thinking something else, but yeah, I did a. I went to a basketball camp there. Scotty Pippen, not a sponsor. Did not show up. No free <laughs> autographs. No high fives. He's got other shit to do, man. Like yeah. Sponsor some shitty. Yeah, this was in the mid Like this was at the height camp. of the Bulls' success, so he definitely was not there. Well, I feel like now that's he would definitely have one at Hendricks. Oh, for sure. Or maybe in Chicago, but I mean, he should have had one then. But it just yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't know if if professional star athletes had camp like all the players have camps now. Good ones, shitty ones. No, I think they did. Um, I remember even what's going on here. What is what's what's this studio you fashioned around yourself? It's it's my makeshift studio. That makes the sound. What's that made out of? It's uh, it's that, I don't know, it's that foam stuff that a lot of people put on the wall. You just seen? made a little teepee around I just made a little teepee with, around my microphone. That's right. <laughs> it worked last week. It allows me to not be crouched over and ruin my back as not we did for the, as I did for the first two years of recording this. Now I do it in comfort. Anyway. It's your own um, stupid fault. It is my own fault. I don't disagree. I've got a closet 10 feet away that I should really just convert into a studio while you scratch your balls um, because that's the best spot. And then I can put this stuff up on the wall and everything will be fine. I just haven't done it yet. Anyway, um, but no, when I went to some basketball camps in Columbia, there weren't professional stars, but there were like, you know, Gamecock legends that would show up. And um, so I think that's been a thing for, for many, many years. Makes where sense. Players would sponsor a camp, you know, and get 1500 bucks to show up for a couple hours one day and impress all the kids. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we, we got way off target here. News. Here on the bro pod. Aren't, you, start... aren't you glad I'm back? We can fucking yeah. 
We can get distracted. Bebop and scat and freestyle all over the place. Bebop and scat all over the place. Oh, I did I send you this? Sorry. There, <laughs> just on another quick freestyle. There is a, uh, a great Go gift. What, I will retweet it or something on on our Twitter account. It is yeah. a the um, Seinfeld. I might have seen it on Costanza Grams. I don't remember. It's a Seinfeld reference or conversation where they're talking about Bran and the Three-Eyed Raven and the end of Game of Thrones. I don't know if you've watched the end of Game of Thrones. I have. Um, but Spoiler. they've synced it up to the, the meeting where they're pitching Seinfeld talking about how it's a show about nothing. And basically talking about how Brian does nothing. It's really good. Wait a minute. I have seen this. I don't think you tweeted it to me, but I did. Somebody like linked it on Facebook or something. I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just I saw. Oh, yeah. It was on Facebook. I saw it on Facebook. I think uh, our friend Eva and Tom. Eva posted it on Facebook. That's what it, it was. Tom. And I commented on it, but I didn't actually watch it. I just saw, like, the right. name. Oh, you should watch it. It's so good. <laughs> is it long? How long is it? <clears throat> yeah, it's like a minute. Oh, that's that's, that's long? I mean, My God. Well, it's it's a GIF, apparently, but it's like... Okay. Those like, generally aren't span? over a minute. It's it's long for that. Long for a GIF. I got you. Okay. No, I will watch that. But I'm going to yeah. tweet that out right now. Do it. Check Live it out. tweeting. Check us out, the underscore bro underscore pot. Live tweeting doesn't count when it's a recorded podcast. But I'm doing it while we're talking. But as proof, you can look at our timeline and see that it was tweeted yeah. out on November 7th at 10.30 p.m. I'm not bullshitting Eastern this Standard stuff. Time. I know, well, yeah. people question it, and I don't blame them. Anyway, are, are you ready? Can we move forward with Go ahead. the first topic? <laughs> So I, w- I wanted to. We've only again, been talking for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We've we've gone forty five minutes before we actually do the first topic. No, we've actually done an entire episode and not gotten to the topic list. That has happened before too, which is kind of embarrassing. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so I wanted to catch up on and, and kind of close out the season, if you will, of Halloween, um, because we again because the last podcast that was recorded with Jamie and I was on Halloween night. You were not there. I wanted to get an update from you on how it went with the kids. Did they get a big haul of candy? Did you steal 75% of it? Did you eat 25% of that 75 that night? Like, give me the breakdown on how your Halloween was. Um, I ate some. So the girls, I might have mentioned this last year. The girls have like plastic pumpkins, which don't really hold that much. Classic. You've seen them. that, that That they receive their candy in. And then we take bags back up for them to dump into <laughs> rather than just have them that's amazing uh, so my older daughter dumped only once she had a slightly bigger I think her pumpkin was not actually plastic it was still a pumpkin but it was more fabric whatever it doesn't matter the younger one got to the point where she was dumping like every two houses she was saying this is too heavy I don't want to carry this and just would come over and dump it into the bag so okay um Wait, wait, wait. Were they Excuse dumping me. into the same bag? No, we had no, separate bags. you each had one. Okay, I was about to say, I didn't think that was really uh, well. My older daughter counted afterwards. I'm not sure about the veracity of her counting, but counting 400 pieces of candy, but at 400 yeah. and something. Let's question I don't know that if that's true right or not. Anyway, fair we didn't enough. have a lot of candy, but I feel like when we went trick-or-treating, I had, like, way more than this. Because we used to, I don't know if you remember this, Matt, we might have talked about this last year, too. 
We oh. had these like wicker baskets that we would use for ah, trick or treating, which we later would keep like GI Joes or Muscle Men. Yeah, or, and yeah. we filled those things. I feel like with candy, for and that sure. was like a shit ton of candy. Yeah, that's a lot. And the wicker um, was like breaking on the hand. <laughs> yeah, like it's not gonna make also, it. I know that like everything's becoming more homogenized, but I feel like everyone has the same like Hershey's five things of chocolate. Like yeah. there's very it's all chocolate now in their candy. There's very little like sweet or a sort of sour like sweet tarts or nerds. Like they had a or couple fruity. of those, but yeah. it was like ninety eight percent chocolate bars. Sure. Or Reese's or whatever you know what I'm saying, like chocolate based candies, not not dots, which I hate. Dots are shit candy, but um, do you want to pull a filling out from one of your teeth? Eat a dot. Yeah, that's yeah. like nobody it's likes those. These are no. garbage. But I, I was surprised there is that there aren't more like varieties. It's basically all like, like I said, Hershey's chocolate candies. Yeah, like five or six Kit Kat, Reese's, Hershey's, M and M's, all the fun size, of course. They got a few full size candy bars, um, and I've eaten some of their candy since. I was just I just had some tonight because I hadn't had some in a few days, oh, and I was thinking I was thinking to myself like, oh, we've kind of forgotten about Halloween candy at this point. Right. So, so that's my update. Point is trick or treating. That's your update. Um, yeah, uh, I, it was fine. Okay. Nothing. Nothing they, happened. Uh, I mean, they did pretty well. We walked around. It's. It was supposed to rain on Halloween, and it did rain around 9 p.m., but we started at 6, I feel like, and okay. walked around for like an hour and a half, and that was plenty <clears throat> for them. Yeah. Yeah, stamina's low at that age. Yeah, I don't know. I think they... They were tired, and they're like, I've done this. I'm, I'm good. Maybe we started at 6.30, went closer to 8. I don't remember. We did We did for an hour, hour and a half. See, they were the satisfied. Thing. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think when I was their age. Yeah, I don't know how old we, or how long we did it. I feel like we would go out for like three hours. For hours. <laughs> and again, maybe that's when, you know... Uh, maybe it just seemed like, that way. We would definitely do our entire neighborhood of Greengate, though, or oh, as Green much Gate, of it as sure. we could. Convince yeah. our parents. We didn't go to other neighborhoods. No. Oh, oh you're saying when, when we lived in other neighborhoods? Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm thinking Spring Valley. I don't know. If you, were you still trick or treating at Spring Valley? I don't remember trick or treating it. I might have done it one year because I was like, you were twelve. Twelve when we lived there. The first, so yeah, the first year would have been. I feel like I was 12. mostly done by that point. That's a shame. I still had plenty of good years left at that point. Because <laughs> yeah, we we hit up Spring Valley several times and then. I remember the last year or two that I trick-or-treated, I went to Wildwood with Steven, because that's where the good shit was. That's where you get the full candy bars. And uh, But yeah, man, hours. I remember, I definitely took it too long, because I recall the last time that I actually trick-or-treated, I had a pillowcase. And when oh, you're yeah, using a pillowcase, college. it's just, yeah, that's too much. That's a bit too much. Um, but I needed So how was the trick-or-treating in Denver when you went? Uh, pretty good. Um, a lot of pot handed out, mm-hmm. so that's very expensive. I can't believe people people are doing that, but they are. Mm-hmm. They're crazy. Um, no, we. Um, so this is the other thing I wanted to talk about is 
So we had our lights off because we don't participate. <laughs> and At we still all? Got... You don't give out any candy? No. And we still got like... Wait, why don't you give out any candy? Jesus, you guys are assholes. We still got like a half dozen people come. I mean, pitch black is our porch. And still people come up and knock on the door and ring the doorbell. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Is that not a unspoken rule? It is, is, but off, I mean, like, off. my kid went up to a couple houses, and I'm like, that. nobody's home, their lights are off, they're not giving out candy. Now, granted, we were in a neighborhood that had townhomes, so there would be, like, five it's or six uh, townhomes clustered together, so they, they weren't always paying attention. I mean, it wasn't like, it was completely, like, haunted house, dead black. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Dead black. <laughs> like your house. Right, just like my house was. Rotting corpses on the front. Um, but the other, yeah. But yeah, if, if you're just hitting the houses, you're like, if you're a little kid, if there's enough light for you to sort of see the door, you're like, I don't care. Yeah. I guess maybe, they, maybe they're just like, I can't believe you didn't buy any candy. Well, here, th- th- there's two issues. First of all, I don't get home until after 6 o'clock. Okay. And trick or treating here starts at like three forty-five. Like kids are out early because it, it's dark at five fifteen. Um, and you know Jamie didn't get home till like six thirty, six forty-five that day because Thursday's her late day at work. And so, I mean, it, it was pretty much done by eight o'clock. So it's like I don't, we're not going to flip the light on for an hour of giving out candy. Yeah. That's it's know. more fun to give out candy. That's what everyone says, but I've never found that to be true. <laughs> I've given out candy before. I just ne- I've never found that true. I did it in uh, in Greenville or in Simpsonville, but we would rarely get. Yeah, because like, they knew the gigantic bags living in the house. Yeah, pretty much the gay couple <laughs> lived in that like house. Don't, don't go over there. Yeah, <laughs> God is sinning in the, beneath those do- or behind those doors. Um, so anyway, but yeah the. The, the other thing that really hurt the, the traffic this year is it was it snowed like pretty substantially um, and so the ground was had snow on it and snowed on Halloween day or snowed um no it snowed prior to the, that so Halloween was Thursday it snowed Monday Tuesday Wednesday like a foot Jeez. total so there like a lot of people drove around like were driving their kids around and the cul-de-sac is very it's, you know there's no service here so there was, I mean, there's still fragments of snow you don't, from a you week You don't, your cul-de-sac doesn't get plowed? Doesn't get plowed, no. Huh. So it was, I mean, was, you know, and then it's even worse the few days after snow because then it's walked on and driven on, so it's slick and icy. That was a whole thing. Um, so that definitely, but, but yeah, I, I think our last one was, our last knock was at 7.50. And then after 8 o'clock, nothing happened. But um, So anyway, well, that's good. And they dressed up as... Wonder Woman and something else. I forget what. A witch and Wonder Woman. A witch. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. Yeah, well done. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, that's good. Now, did you guys... It, it wasn't like a family-themed costume. Like, you guys weren't dressed up as well. I don't know. Nah, I didn't dress up. I, I mean, I don't really care that much about Halloween. It's not a big holiday for me. Clearly not okay. for you, since you didn't buy candy. I mean, we didn't buy candy either, but nobody comes to... Our street, at all, yeah. Um, we went to our next door neighbors because they're like, "Can you bring the girls over?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." Um, they gave them like each twenty five oh. Kit Kats. 
Oh, um, <laughs> uh, but so we don't buy candy just because no, we live on like a private road and there's 13 yeah, houses. Nobody's going no down your street. No one's we're the only gigantic house hill. With kids on it. Yeah. Nobody's doing no it. One's, no one's coming down our street. For sure. Um, I mean, if you really want a haunted house, you just walk down, just our walk street down your street. With no lights on. Yeah. You'd be like, dear God, what is down here? That's exactly. Um, right. So, yeah. But um, no, we didn't dress up in costume because I don't care about any costume. And I assume you went. Out and the girls like didn't want we. I think kids. I think my wife tried to talk them into like, hey, do you guys want to do like a family costume? And they're like, no. <laughs> no chance. Never. Sorry. Not in a million years. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of surprised how many of my friends on either Facebook or Instagram had the family costumes. It was kind of shocking to me just for the sake of trick-or-treating like my my best friend carter his family he has three kids his family did a whole three star kids War now yeah did a whole uh, star wars theme like i think he was darth vader and one kid was let's say was he darth maul no i don't think anyone was darth maul one kid he has one daughter she was princess leia um one kid was Chewbacca. I think his wife was also Chewbacca, so he was like a mini Chewbacca. His one son was very small. <laughs> a little Wookiee. Yeah, and then one was a stormtrooper or something. I don't know. Um, but it was, I, I don't know, that just surprised me knowing him. And several other friends, I was like, really? You're doing the whole, all right, you're doing the theme. More, more power to you. Um, have you guys ever done that? Even when they were much nah. younger? I don't think so. <laughs> nah. <laughs> For God. For God's sake, no. Um. Anyway, all right. So that's the that's the Halloween update. Good stuff. Oh, by the way, since you not to go off on a side topic here that'll take thirty five minutes, it might very well happen. But since you mentioned the chocolate, um, pervasiveness. No, what's the word I'm looking for? How most of the candy that's given out is chocolate nowadays. Yes. Uh, as you know. And I may have, I don't think I sent you a picture this year, but I sent you a picture last year. My building at work puts out these giant cauldrons of candy every year on Halloween, mostly because there's a school like a block away and the kids will come over and, you know, pick out some candy. But also for all the tenants to just come down and grab a piece of candy. Well, they always buy way too much. They have full bars. They have many, they have everything. Like it's an insane, a, a sickening amount of candy. And uh, I conveniently went by the cauldrons four or five times on Halloween day with my jacket on and stuff my pockets and stuff my jacket pockets. And I have, I mean, you didn't take your pillowcase to work. I did not take my pillowcase to work, but my drawer literally on Halloween afternoon could not close. Runneth over. So much candy. Yeah. My cup runneth over. Um, I mean, we're talking full size Twix, Reese's, bags of M&M's, Hershey's. But to your point, I'd say 95% of what they had down there was chocolate. The only exceptions they had, they had some Starburst. They had some, uh, they had some of the, the sour stuff that you're talking about. I don't think it was Sour Patch Kids, but something like that. And then they had, they had a couple of granola bars, I think just to appease <laughs> the, the more hippie people in our just building. Just for the, the healthy um, didn't kids. didn't want anything to do with chocolate. And they had, and like mixed nuts and stuff. And then they had some uh, like fruit snacks, like Trader Joe's brand fruit mm. snacks. Now those were hard to find, and amongst all the chocolate, but they did have that. But that was it. Everything else 
was chocolate, Baby Ruth, Butterfinger, Milky Way, Snickers, like you name it, it was there, which is amazing. I'm not upset about it, but you know, I like to have a variety when I'm reaching over to my drawer now a week later to grab a little candy snack and there's there's no variety. It's yeah, if you're only eating Reese's and like Twix and stuff, you want a little something to mix it up with. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, I can't complain. I got a shitload of free candy that'll probably last me until 2020, but um, nonetheless, I did want to confirm that. So, um, Just to confirm, that's only two months away. Yeah, exactly. It may not last me that long. We'll see. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, which I guess is Halloween-related, I don't know, I, I don't assume you did any research on any of these topics, because I think you just opened the topic list two minutes before the show started. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Are you watching the Blazers game? Is that why you're yes, unbelievably distracted? Okay. That's fine. So... Dame started off with a four-point play. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Good for Dame. The Dame! Um, so there's this thing called McCamey Manor. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So it started, I think, in San Diego. There's now multiple locations in, like, Louisiana... It's a bunch of southern states and then San Diego, which makes no sense to me. But basically what it is, and they got a lot of publicity this year because they they put out a $20,000 reward for anyone who could make it through this quote-unquote haunted house. They're calling it a haunted house. But basically, if you look it up online, and I encourage everyone to do that, McCamey, M-C-K-A-M-E-Y, McCamey Manor, it's, it's basically like torture porn. Like, without the porn. But they they bring... Yeah, you're looking up now. Good. They bring you into a house. By, by the way, you have to sign, like, a 50-page um, disclaimer before you go in saying that you won't sue them and all this other stuff. And they, in turn, videotape the entire experience. But it's like... Oh, it's going to be on your, Netflix, it says. Or is on there Netflix. There you go. I think it already is. I think it already is. There's a, there's a documentary made about it. But, like, they put your head in cages. Like, they spit on you. They throw blood on you. They don't actually physically harm you, I don't think, although some people have had, like, broken nails, and I think one guy lost a tooth or something. But they basically Jesus. just beat you up for, like, 8, 10, 12 hours until you cry uncle. They have a safe word before you go in. When you say the safe word, they let you go. But it's like, that's not a haunted house experience anymore. That's just some Well, how masochistic... much do you win? 50 grand? 20 grand. 20 grand? But the thing is, it's not like, you know, most haunted houses, there's an entrance and there's an exit. This isn't it. You walk into the house and you're just in there. It might take eight hours. It might take 20 hours. There's no, like, end game. And so I don't think they're ever going to give away that 20 grand. Cause yeah, so, say, right, so they, can just, they can just do it until you pass out or yeah, something? Yeah, they can keep going until you, exactly, until you pass out or say the, the safe word and get out of there. But it's crazy. I encourage everyone to check it out. There's short videos on YouTube, you know, like four or five minute videos to get an idea of what's going on. There's much, there's like hour and a half videos on YouTube where people share their entire experience. Um, but it's just, it's insane. What is the Netflix thing? Is the Netflix live streaming of people getting the shit kicked out of them? Or? I don't think so. I think Why would Netflix you want to watch that? It doesn't, doesn't sound interesting at all. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. But here's the thing. You think like, oh, the, you know, they must charge $500. No. The, the, the fee, the entrance fee is a donation to like a, 
uh, like Greyhound Rescue or something. Like the guy's doing it all in the name of charity, I guess to make it seem like he's getting good publicity. But I feel like the guy that started this and anyone that's continuing this Wait, so you must don't, just have some weird fetish. How much does it cost? Or it doesn't cost anything? It doesn't cost. It's just that you make a donation. Probably of much, your... Is it I like a minimum donation? I don't know. I, I don't Let me look at the FAQs here. Oh, a little FAQ on McKamey. What do we got? Is the cost in there? Uh, let's see. I'm looking what are some of the other questions? Will I die? Is that a question? Is there an age limit? You have to be 18 right. through 20 years of age with parents' approval or 21 and over for the desolation tour in Huntsville, Alabama. How long does it take to go through? Depends on how well the guest does. There you go. It says it's a 10-plus hour extreme attraction in which you must meet requirements. What the fuck that means? Reservations required due to the intense nature of the experience. Not your typical boo haunted house. You have been warned. Will the actors touch us or can we touch the actors? Yes, the actors will actors will come in contact with you, but you cannot touch the actors or props. See, that's a, if someone was beating the shit out of me, how the fuck are you not fighting back? Right. And that's where if I'm reading the disc, the whatever, the liability thing, I'm like, all right, I'm out. If I can't, yeah, if I can't swing back, if somebody's hit me in the face, this is not society anymore. Mm. So while you continue to look at the FAQ for the, the cost, I, in the video I watched today, I watched like one of the little four-minute videos during my For something that, sorry, just yeah. to interrupt you, for something yeah. that's supposed to be like a big deal, their website is fucking terrible. Does it have the GeoCities like banners and... It might as well. Like it's... Yeah. There's text over an image that's blue. It's very hard to read. Are some of the subpages under construction with the, the, the they might as the well guy? be. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Yeah, and the sign, the flashing sign. Um, oh, but anyway, yeah, the, you, you have to be screened what? via Face FaceTime or phone. Forty-page waiver. There you go. Waiver. That's you have to pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. Oh, they call it a show. That's interesting. And it says uh, you have to you have to complete a sports physical and have a doctor's letter saying you are physically. Yeah, it's insane. Just to just to walk into the place, you have to do all that stuff. And again, the the video I watched, like they put tape around their mouth like duct tape and they made one I saw this one scene where they cut open a, a spoiled egg and they put they put the egg in, in a girl's mouth and she vomited like it just seems horribly uncomfortable and I it takes I don't know I feel like it takes a sick perverted person to think this is a fun idea like if you have any you, idea what it is why would you want to do it it's one of those all right it says how do I make a reservation how long in advance what is the admission fee? A voluntary donation is recommended, but it's not mandatory oh, yeah. to take the tour. Your donation will help fund your particular event. Fill out the contact form ASAP to get started. And items you can't bring in. Pets, weapons, alcoholic beverages, drugs, cigarettes, cameras. It's also recommended to leave your valuables at home, like cell phones, purses, loose jewelry, and more. You do not stop production to search for lost items. Just, I mean, listen to those terms. Production? Yeah, Again, it's very they're shooting weird. snuff films. Like, what the hell is going on here? It's very bizarre. 
And again, do if not enter any... our haunt if you are prone to seizures or have any kind of respiratory conditions, especially right. asthma or heart conditions. Do not so enter if you have thing. broken bones, cast, or are pregnant. A haunted house. A haunted house takes three minutes to walk <laughs> through. Some things jump out and scare you. There's some black lights. There's a guy eating what looks like brains, but it's actually grapes. Like, that's what a haunted house is. This is not yeah. a haunted house. This is torture. It's torture that you're... I mean, I, I would say paying for, but I guess you're not really paying. It's torture that you're agreeing to, essentially, for hours. Like, I, I don't get it. It feels like I could see fraternities, like, making pledges go to this and saying, if you can't, you know, last two hours, like, you're not going to make it into the frat. I don't know. So I rest. I read the, the some of the requirements. Also on here is McCamey Manor handicap accessible. Yes. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> hey, no one's excluded from the torture. Uh, it doesn't like say anything torture. any here anywhere in here about uh, about earning twenty grand though. Well, that's a just just search Google McCamey Manor twenty grand. It'll come up. It like says, I said, there's, there's multiple locations. How many people so per group? The there's something called location. Desolation, which is recommended as a solo experience, but we can run two for the 10-hour-plus personalized interactive experience, which is in quotes. It's weird. Okay, here's the other question. If there's no fee, I mean, if I'm an actor, I'm not doing this for free, and if I'm the guy running it, I'd like to make some money. There's clearly, like, well, it says involved. that. Like I said, it said a donation helps to fund the experience. So okay. that to me says it's not going to charity. The donation okay. is going to... The... Which is fine, but you also said that it doesn't specify what the amount is. No, it says it, and it also amount. says not required. Right. Except for... But you have to get a fucking physical. I mean, unless they have like a cut from the doctor or something. Yeah. Or a doctor's on staff. I don't know, the whole thing is just so weird. And again, I encourage everyone to check out any of the... There's tons of videos on YouTube. There's tons of articles and stuff written about this. It's just bizarre. The whole situation is weird and bizarre, and I don't know how they get away with calling it uh, a haunted house. It just doesn't make sense. And apparently it's it's all the rage, because while I was looking for that video I watched at lunch today, I, I saw a local news thing from... Mississippi or something and there was one called Plantation Horror and these girls were suing Plantation Horror because they were in there for over two hours and they felt like they'd been sexually assaulted I'm like again 20 minutes in I'm thinking alright when is this going to be over how do you get to the second hour and still think yeah this is a great haunted house what, what are you so, walking for seven miles like what the hell's going it's on a, it's known as I'm looking at the Wikipedia page it says uh, originally yeah. located in San Diego on the guy's property right. Russ McKamey yep. uh, known for its simulated aggression towards its guests uh, employees of the manager may physically assault patrons hit them with vibrating toys is that dildos? Vibrators, 100%, yeah. Uh, waterboard them, force them to eat and drink unknown substances, have them bound and gagged, or engage in other forms of physical and psychological torture. Uh, one journalist mentions that in the communities where it occurs, the residents question how the attraction stays legal, even with a waiver. Yeah, 100%. Uh, according to an editorial by Jeff Heimbuch, I'm yeah. something. I'm Butch of Horror Buzz. 
The haunt community does not consider McCamey Manor a part of traditional Halloween horror houses. No shit. There's a, lo- a lot to unpack in that statement. <laughs> there, there's some sort there's of website <laughs> or something called Horror Buzz and a haunt community. What the fuck does that mean? Clearly you don't spend enough time searching things on Reddit for the haunt community. Oh my god. Haunt community. Get the fuck over yourselves. Uh, oh, while there's a safe word, one participant, Laura Hertz Brotherton, says that during her experience she repeated the safe phrase for several minutes before employees stopped torturing yeah. her. She later went to a times. hospital for extensive in- injuries. Participants can also be drugged during the experience. It was fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Why would you? Why would you do this? Like, I wouldn't want to do a regular haunted house, but where the people just jump out. But Hang even on, that, like, up. at least then I'm reasonably sure that I will not be assaulted. This I feel like is just, yeah. uh, like ex cons getting their jollies off by beating the shit out of people. Yeah, and if you watch the video, you're, you, that you're like, all right, that makes sense. That's probably <laughs> what this is. Because, again, literally, they're making people... Like, you just read it. They're making people eat things against their will. They're stuffing, like, socks in their mouths. I'm like, no, I'm going to pass. But let's back up for a second. You wouldn't even go in a regular haunted house? Why not? Okay. What if it was free? Say hmm? it again. What? I said you wouldn't even Missing. go... You said you wouldn't even go in a regular haunted house. Why is that? I, I don't like being scared. I don't. That has no appeal to me. <laughs> I, the, I I don't want to go. Uh, we had our our team at work, our larger collective teams, like seventy five people sure. at a time, uh, had an excursion or something where that we went to a haunted house, and I I think I had maybe a legitimate excuse. I had to pick the kids up from school or something, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I have no fucking interest at all in doing a haunted house. Um, Even with a large group, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't want to be scared. This holds no appeal to me. I don't like snakes. I don't want to be scared. There's a lot of things that I'm no interest what does in. Your dislike of snakes have to do with haunted houses. I, there's just things I don't like. I don't like snakes. If somebody's holding a giant snake and they're like, "You want to pet it? I'll pet it." But if I come upon a snake in the wild, not interested. You get the fuck away from that thing. Case in point, I was raking leaves last weekend, and there was a tiny little garter snake, probably like a foot long. The head of the snake was maybe the size of a nickel, maybe. You screamed like a bitch and ran away. No, but I I was like, it startled me. I was like, oh, shit. And the weirdest thing, like, I I saw I was like, oh, that snake's harmless. But the motherfucker was opening its mouth wide as shit, going, (laughs) it was so pissed off, and I was like, god damn. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. You recognize it as a garter snake. You know that those are completely harmless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did, I like I wasn't really scared of it, but it startled me because snakes always right. startle me because I don't like them. But uh sure. and then I was like, all right, I'm just going to I'm done here. I don't I'm not going to mess with right. this snake. I know it can't harm me, but area. I don't need to piss it off anyway. Uh I don't know. I just I don't like snakes. And I see I don't get I don't understand the appeal of a haunted house. So People I want to I, I want to go down this snake trail for just one more second. So you were raking <laughs> leaves when you came upon the snake. At what point did you rake the leaves onto the tarp? Never. Never. Oh, okay. I thought about it though because I did get a big pile yeah, and I, I raked them into a trash can and also into my 
wheelbarrow, which is more of a wagon. But so that's my follow-up question: If you'd raked it into a pile near the snake, at some point you had to rake them into a trash can or wheelbarrow. Were you not afraid no, that the that... snake may have taken residence in the pile? It may have, but I was raking them on the side of our garage, sort of into the, the wilderness. Oh. So it's just raking them over where the snake was, gotcha. and then into the natural the snake. area. I think I may have raked the snake. <laughs> it disappeared. Rake so snake. I was like, right. See you, motherfucker. Don't come back. I had haunt community. Uh, I don't know if I told you, but we had a there's a a, a non poisonous snake called a rat snake, which I'm eats very rats and rodents. Um, yes. And we had one in our yard, and that motherfucker was like. They're four big. to six feet long it was gigantic yeah, that big. scared the living shit out of me because <laughs> it's a big ass black snake and this thing like pops its head up like so there's like two feet of snake head and then there's like another four feet of body lying on the ground and i was like uh-huh. dear god for like weeks <laughs> after that whenever we walked outside i'd go yeah yeah just sort of scream because it was it didn't want anything to do with this but i'm like i'm coming <laughs> Please get out of the way. I don't want to see you. So you legitimately um, thought it was like lurking in the shadows waiting no, for I just, you to... No, I, I knew it didn't want anything to do with me, but I also didn't want to accidentally step on it. Because I know right. it's not poisonous, but I was like, I don't want it like constricting on me, biting me. Yeah. I don't want any of that shit going down. Constricting <laughs> on me. <laughs> we need to do some research on snakes. I think the, rat the snakes actually area. are constrictors, so I was like, oh, I don't man. want any of that shit happening. That would kind of freak me out, even snakes. if it like wrapped. Can up you imagine your if a snake just wrapped its shit around you? You'd be freaking out. Like it bit your calf and then it started wrapping its body around you. Yeah, I'd be stepping on its head, just screaming. I mean, I would Get Steve Irwin that shit right away and like grab its head, <laughs> as I've seen Steve Irwin, R.I.P. As I've seen Steve Irwin do many times, but that still would not be a comfortable situation. Yeah, Steve Irwin seems like a genuinely, or seemed like a genuinely nice person, but like, what the fuck is up with him and like snakes? Snakes are part of everyday life. I don't know, I know what's up with him and snakes, but I know what's up with him and stingrays, and it's not a winning combination. God damn, man. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. was that, 12 years ago? You know they still have a show on Animal Planet. Like, his daughter is now a Oh, really? And his wife? Or whatever. And his wife's there. But his... his I mean, on TV, like... his big thing was crocodiles, right? Yeah. I mean, Crocodile Hunter. That was... Yeah. Or whatever that was his name. So yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand yeah. the collection of snakes, the keeping them as pets. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I now know same. we've now explored your biggest fear. This is interesting. Same thing with like rats. Why would you keep a rat as a pet? I have no idea. I don't understand that either. I mean, mice are cute enough, but rats are just nasty. Yeah. No, thank you. See, this is this is also enlightening to me because I know there was a period of time, not that long ago actually, where you had stated that you wanted to live in New York City. You realize if you live in New York City, you see rats all the time, like all the time. If you take yeah, the subway all at the all, time. if you take well, the if it's subway away all, from me, I'm fine. It. I just don't want it like near me. I mean, rodents. To be fair, in Manhattan, there's, there's a lot of mice snakes. around our house. Yeah. Yeah, no, def- there's there's probably a lot of everything around your house. True. You, you've invaded everything's space by dropping your home there. I know you didn't build it. Not, when it was not built. me. Yeah. Right. But you agreed to 
purchase that same <laughs> that's why i was like oh if there's a snake here it can eat all kinds of shit chipmunks all those motherfuckers just eat them sure yeah. in a way i haven't not i have not seen it recently so i don't know if it's well, doing its pest control duties next time you next time you encounter it and you're not going to encounter it for many months now because winter is upon us but you should uh put it on the gram make it popular make it famous get some video post it I want to see this six foot rat snake, which motherfucker was three huge. and a half feet. No, six feet. It you make it sound like it feet. reared up and was like looking at you eye to eye. <laughs> it felt like it. I was like, God damn, get that thing away from me. Well, it was like was slithering it? across. I was like, What the fuck is that? And then I saw it move, and I was like, Oh shit, that's a snake. Like it's just like this like inky black spot. Just like it's like the fucking Terminator. Just like liquefying into something and then forming into something else. It's like... Click! It's, it's, it's up gonna on the hood of your car. It's going to form into, like, this dude and, like, get these, like, long sort of, uh... Oh, my God. Like, uh, whatchamacallit, like, stabby things coming out of its arms. Yeah, the crowbar arms. What's what's your interest in seeing the new Terminator movie? It's higher than it's been for any of the other ones since Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is one of the best action movies of all time. It's hard to... What what are the other one? I don't remember what came after. Well, there's Terminator the original 2. Terminator. There's Terminator Two, which I think is. I've like, seen those two. I just said. Um, there's like Judgment Day. Oh yeah, I don't think, think I was T three. I actually watched. The, it was like the Sarah Connor Chronicles. It was on like the CW the or Chron- yeah, WB. Sure. That, that was actually really good too. Or I, I enjoyed it anyway. That. I don't know if it was really good, but right. <laughs> It was good enough. <laughs> yeah. It was on for like three or four seasons, I feel like. Yeah. No, it had a good and then I, I think it got kind of abruptly canceled because I feel like they didn't really resolve any of the, the things they set up. It's just like, well, show's over. Sorry, motherfuckers. C- the CW it's a, had some... It's the CW. Uh, what do you want from us? Had some issues. Um, but no, I, 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 I mean, I am looking forward to it. I think, um, you know, the fact that... Uh, what's her name? The, the badass mom or whatever from from T two uh, is Linda, in this one. Linda Hamilton. Schwarzenegger makes a cameo. I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. It just looks like Kawhi, it's back to the Kawhi's basics, like it. just blowing shit up and you know whatever. Yeah. No. That. I mean, there's a Guns N' Roses song. Um, that would be amazing. <laughs> Axel, fat ass Axel. I gotta say, Linda Axel. Hamilton. I mean, I know Linda that Hamilton. people age in the twenty years period that I probably remembered she was alive I was like wow she looks a lot older <laughs> yeah she, <laughs> because yeah. she is which is fair she looks great for her age I'm she, just like whoa probably it was yeah, a long time ago when I thought about old. Linda Hamilton <laughs> right and she she's was probably, probably like mid 40s then now she's like yeah right. 60s yeah probably pushing whatever let's see how old maybe. yeah look that up I would say I'd say 61 that's my guess I would say but 65. Schwarzenegger's got to be 74, 75. I think he's dad's no, age. No, she is 63. What's... 63. There you go. I went... Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Um, I think I think we looked up Schwarzenegger. He's like 74 or something. That's what, that's my guess. He's mid-70s. Somewhere in that range. Good luck spelling it. 72. Auto-film. Well, luckily, 72. autocorrect. If you put in Schwarzenegger... It knows yeah. who you're trying to spell. If you put if you put Arnold S, that's probably the first thing. I, that's I didn't come up. bother to put Arnold, but yes, he no. he is a young seventy two or an old seventy two. Whatever. No, he's an old seventy two. Not, um, not really passing anyway, yeah, judgment I, on him. 
no, I, I, I think that I think it'll be good. I mean, am I going to see it theatrically? Probably not because I just generally don't see movies. Yeah, like yeah, no, that's definitely a, if it comes on Netflix, I'll watch it kind of movie. Yeah, or yeah, something else, sure. HBO, whatever. Perfect transition. Thank you for doing that because somehow we went from talking about Halloween to snakes to Terminator movies. <laughs> um, but that was that. That actually is another topic that I wanted to get to. And I, Terminator I, movies? No. The Netflix thing. And I listed this as Netflix fatigue, which is probably misleading. Um, but, whoa, my phone just fell. Sorry about that. Um, but I wonder if you've had this phenomenon. So we were talking, talking about, about this tired, was last yes. weekend, we were talking about movies. And we were we talking about, about I'm tired, yes. What's that? Nothing good. Oh. We were talking about uh, Napoleon Dynamite for some reason. I was like, I, I haven't seen that in a number of years. And I really like that movie. I think it's a very well done movie. And I was like, I'll just pull up Netflix and watch Napoleon Dynamite. And Napoleon Dynamite is not on Netflix. And I, the same weekend, thought of another movie. And I was like, I'll just pull up Netflix and watch that movie. And it's not on Netflix. And so my question is, and I know we had a conversation about a month ago talking about all the different, you know, Hulu and Disney and HBO and all these other subscription services. But are you also finding that I'm not just trying to kick down Netflix or kick Netflix when they're down, but that it's just not as are they automatic down? that would I don't feel like they're down. I think they're down uh, just because there's so can, much more You can stream Napoleon Dynamite on Cinemax if you have Cinemax Go. I don't have Cinemax Go. Which um, I think is part of HBO Plus or whatever that thing is, the new thing. I think Cinemax is in that. Well, I know HBO and Cinemax is owned by the same. Yeah, same so companies. you know they have HBO Go or HBO Now, which is like their streaming right. platform. But then they've launched a new thing, which is called HBO Max or Plus or something. I think it's Max, but yeah. I think that includes cinema. It all it also includes additional programming. It's not on the regular HBO stuff. Yeah, Sorry, what are you asking me? My, <laughs> you got me distracted when you good. asked me what's Napoleon Dynamite. Uh... I know, man. I Napoleon Dynamite you. budget was four hundred thousand dollars and box office was forty six million. First of all, I'm surprised forty six million is all that it made. But well, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a box good office. So the streaming or rental oh, market, yeah. tens of millions, probably more, more I assume. Well, shit, Blair Witch was a $19,000 budget, and it made like $180 million. That's the biggest the biggest turnaround of all time, the biggest ROI, if you will. Are you looking that up, too? Yeah. Man, you were just Johnny on the spot. Dr. Google over there. <laughs> Dr. Google in session. <laughs> uh, looking up everything. This says your numbers are off. Wait. Okay. There's been no, conflicting. Sorry, this Maybe is, it's 90000 This is Blair Witch. 2016. No, don't do that? that. No, Blair Witch 1999. Oh, the original one, I guess, is called the Blair Witch Project. By the way, I saw that 2016 one in, th in theaters, and it was uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocking. Not nearly as good as the original. <laughs> oh, Blair Witch, dear God. So its budget was $60,000, okay, and box off. office was almost $250 million. Pretty nice haul. That's a pretty good ROI, as you mentioned. Yes, I did mention that. Anyway, back to the original question, which is, do you, first of all, do you agree that just a year or two ago, 
you would think to yourself, I want to watch that, and you'd the answer would be to go to Netflix and it would be there. Didn't it seem like that was the case? Yeah, for the most part. I I, I don't watch a ton of movies, so I haven't haven't had had haven't had that happen that often. I'm also right. like I'm doing now, I'll Google like where's it streaming? If it's on some subscription that I have access to, then I'll try and do it that way. Or Sure. Um a few years ago, you could find a lot more movies like, like DVD rips and stuff on the dark web. You, yeah. you probably can still. I don't. It's not something I bothered to look for. I just remember when my kids were younger. Like, I downloaded Frozen. I think we actually ended up buying it, but I downloaded like some other movies. Uh, oh, I yeah. not illegally, but maybe. Hundred um, percent illegally. Yeah, I remember that. You'd ha- you, yeah, yeah, that computer up in the guest room and constantly downloading things. Yeah. I recall. No, let's not get carried away. Yeah. Two to three movies a night. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't watch that. Six many, nights that a week. Many movies. No. Right. Um, I mean, I I do remember like people burning, like we would check movies out from the library and then burn a copy on DVD. Now, now that, that seems, you did to an extreme. That, that seems very quaint. Portland Library. Because like I don't yeah. I don't need a copy of anything anymore. No. Yeah, you would do that all the time. I remember you gave me a whole like book of CDs, like classic, like Notorious B.I.G. and like all this classic hip hop, and it was all just stuff that you checked out from the Portland Library and ripped. And you gave me this whole book of CDs, and I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> oh, I, I did. Have Maybe that's where some of my yeah. CDs went. Yeah, you gave them to me for sure. No, you, it was a gift. Like I was, I think uh, instead of buying me something, you're like, "Oh, this is all free, except for the cost <laughs> of the CDs or the CDRs." I'll just give it to them. Yeah. I made and the time copies. to rip it, I guess. But yeah, I. It's funny, like how quickly some of that technology immediately changes. outdated. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right away. Like, uh, I was, I was like, there's a some, you know, I enjoy the free jazz slash music that no one wants to listen to, and yes. a lot of the later stuff is only available on CD, and I'm like, <sighs> I mean, or like stuff on the that you can find on Bandcamp. Um, you can buy the digital right. download or you can buy the um, the CD plus the Bandcamp. Sure. Thing. And I'm like, I'd kind of like to have a copy of this, but I'm literally the only place I can play a CD is in my car. So it's mm. kind of useless to me. Right. Yeah, that I feel like that format just became... I mean, I, I think I actually do have a CD player, but it's not hooked up to anything. Really? Yeah. I don't listen to CDs. I can stream most stuff. There are a couple things that I was looking for um, the other day, which I have on CD, but I couldn't find the CDs for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's not on streaming, so I was trying to find it. And I was like, God damn it. And then one of the things I found on vinyl, so I just bought it because yeah, um, yeah, I think we talked about that, how things have kind of gone retroactive and now vinyl. Oh, I read an article that actually said that vinyl this year was the first year in oh, like yeah, 300 years that vinyl, out, yeah, vinyl outsold CDs. So again, clearly everything's <laughs> cyclical. That has come back big time as CDs but I think have just that's... fallen off the face of the earth. I think that's I think that's less about I mean obviously the growth of vinyl is quite 
large, but it's no, it's more, more about the drop. People CDs. aren't buying physical media. Like it's not of that. Course. It's not that most people are listening to their music on vinyl. No, no, it's no. I know that most people are streaming or listening to MP3. Like even buying MP3 seems like why would you do that? <clears throat> I've never, I've never done that in my life. I've only done like it through a... gift certificates to like the app store, iTunes. the music store. Yeah, got a few times. I um, never had that. I never had iTunes. Or never an Apple phone, I guess, or whatever. I have I have so. considered buying a couple things on Bandcamp just because, like, um, some releases they'll put you. It'll be like whatever ten songs, and there'll be two that you can listen to on Bandcamp. But if it's not streaming somewhere else, I'm like I haven't done it yet, but I've considered like, and I should just <laughs> I should just buy this on Bandcamp so I can hear the whole thing. So that's the reason you've never had a situation where you felt guilty because you've listened to something multiple times. It's like, please give us a donation. You've never thought multiple to give times. even you know a couple bucks to that. Um, well, like a no. <laughs> most the thing <laughs> there's like a couple albums that I've listened to so many times on Bandcamp. You get the thing now is the time to open thy wallet or whatever. Yeah, that's what um, I'm talking. About. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I haven't done that. I I generally like if that happens. You can clear your cash to get rid of that. Just FYI. I, I know. Um, I'm keenly aware of that. Yes. The other, most of the time, it's on other streaming services, so I'll just listen to it on the other yeah. streaming service. Yeah. But I have it. That's another thing. It's like eh, I really don't. I don't want to. I want to listen to this, and I've clearly like it's scratched an itch or something where I've listened to it. Whatever it is, six times. I, times. I assume it's yeah. like five times. It gives you that thing. Before um, it does it, yeah. But I'm like, I don't really want to pay ten dollars for this. Like, yeah, I, it's I don't like it that much. Like, if I can't listen to it anymore, I'm like, all right, I'll just listen to something else. But see, Which again, it's sort of the problem with the abundance of choice or whatever that we have now. It is, it is. But it's it's a, you're a, a perfect person to have this discussion with because some people listening to this will know this, most will not. Back in the day, whenever we go to a show. And yes, times were very different in the mid-90s and late-90s, I get it. But whenever you go to a show for a touring band, like obviously someone like Los Crudos, who were probably living in a sedan as they were touring because they couldn't afford to get hotel rooms, like oh, you yeah. would buy the 7-inch or you would buy the merch, you would buy whatever. Yeah, I'll still do that at shows. Like, I oh, I got a good story. Yeah, but, what, but what's um, the difference between that and when you're just sitting at home listening to it and enjoying it and you're now unwilling to even donate a couple dollars for the same enjoyment level to, well, to keep the, to, the, the albums on the band band alive. are ten dollars if and then yeah. like the the lp will be twenty dollars i'd rather play the twenty dollars and get the, the physical, physical, physical copy but it's like yeah then i gotta wait for it to get mailed to me it's like <laughs> you know what i mean like if i if i yeah. saw that same band at the show i'd probably buy their album right so this is a brief aside sort of along the same lines um, it's probably I guess it was maybe the week of Halloween or the week before it doesn't really matter but there's a Japanese math rock band called Light L-I-T-E and they're playing in D.C. at this place called the what's it called D.C. 9 I think I'd been to sure. one or two other shows there I saw uh, Free Jazz? No I saw a reunion for uh Jawbox? Shit. What is the name of it? 
Right to spring. I'm holding. Yeah. Um, the Van Pelt. Great, great 90s uh, indie rock band. Sure. Slash punk. Anyway, um, they played a reunion show. They did sort of a reunion tour, and I saw them there. Anyway, so I went. So the show, it's. So Light is playing. They have an opening act. It says, uh, show starts at 9, doors at 8.30 or whatever. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It's in DC, so it's like an hour, hour and a half away. So I left. Weekend. It's weeknight. Hmm. It's like I think it was like a Thursday, so maybe maybe it was the week before Halloween. So I left at um, I left here at eight o'clock, which is a little later than I wanted to leave, but sure. I was like, whatever. There's an opening band. It's fine. I get there at like nine thirty. And I go in, the, so this club, there's like a bar downstairs, and they card you at the door, but then you go upstairs, and I, I think usually, I can't remember if you pay at that card thing, or you pay when you get upstairs, because the, the venue, the music part of it is upstairs on the second floor. Mm-hmm. So I card the guy, and I was like, oh, let's show upstairs, and he's like, yeah, yeah. So I go upstairs, and I, I see, like I mentioned Light is a Japanese band, I see these Japanese dudes like packing up instruments. I was like, oh, they're probably setting up because it's 9.30, maybe the opening act is finished. I was like, if it starts at 9, it seems a little early that the opening act is done already. But uh, I'm standing around there, and it doesn't look like anyone's really doing anything. It looks more like they're packing up. And so I go over to the merch table, and I was like, uh, is the show over? And she's like, yeah, they just finished like 15 minutes ago. And I was like, what time did it start? She's like, oh, it started early, like 7.30. I was like, it said the show started at nine. She's like, "Oh, we we started early." I was like, "What?" I was like, "I drove here from Baltimore." She's like, "Uh, like she was English or something." She's like, "Oh, that's that's terrible." I was like, "You can want to, I guess I'll get one of these albums." But I was like, <laughs> "I I put a note on their Facebook page, which they did not respond to." But I'm like, "If you're gonna say the show starts at fucking doors at eight thirty, show at nine o'clock." I get there at 9.30 and both bands are done. And you like, missed everything? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah, for those that are unfamiliar, that never happens. Like, shows always start late. They almost never start on time. I feel and like I've never now, even nowadays right now they're, the show starting they're getting better. Most, a lot of the shows I go to now are more prompt, like, because people just got annoyed, I think, with, like, when, when we were going to shows, like, in the 90s or even the early 2000s, I feel like if it's, like, show starts at nine a lot of times the opening band would like roll in at like 10 and start at like 10 30 and yeah. they'd be playing till yeah. like two or three in the morning and you're like oh jesus christ again yeah, i was you, like I, yeah i mean i felt a little bad about getting there at 9 30 i was like the opening band might be done but i should be yeah, fine you might miss the, the main band. act but i was like sure the fuck both of them are done by 30 minutes after the posted start time now did you pissed. check? Because I had, I drove three hours round trip basically for nothing. Did you check with either the venue or like any posters to see if they had changed the time since you saw? According to their their Facebook event, which is, uh, I think on their website it said the same thing. I didn't. I don't remember now, but I mean, th- this was a public posting. It you know it has the thing yeah. interested going like there's fifty right. or sixty people interested or or a hundred. I don't know. So the point um, is, even the day before, it probably it hadn't said the been, same time. It hadn't been changed that I noticed. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? I'm not saying and now. And like, that was a, that's a pretty was, standard, saying, like, 
time for that club. So yeah, I, I was yeah, I was just like, damn it, that really made me pissed off. Oh, that would piss me off. Yeah, that would frustrate the hell out of me. But yeah, I mean, I'm talking about you know back when I was in bands when I was a teenager in my twenties, playing local spots in Columbia all the way up through going to a show at like um, the Masquerade in Atlanta, like a huge venue that is very organized. Never started on time. None of those shows ever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Started on time. And for different reasons too. Like if I'm playing 2758 or Rockefellers or Jimmy Chen's House of Emo Violence, you started late just because you wanted more people to be there. Like you didn't want to yeah. start on time because no one shows up on time. They show, it, like if, you, they show up a little late, you know. Especially for a show that's on a weeknight. Yeah, like, you maximize. I, a lot of people are working. Like I can't imagine I was the only person who's like, wait, the show's over? I mean, the good thing is they didn't charge me to get in. Yeah. But I, I mean, I would have oh, been, really been, been like, no, you got to give me my money back. Yeah, there was no sure. show. Well, in retrospect, that's probably why they didn't charge you. Cause the guys yeah, no, I'm pretty club. sure that was. But I, so I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. I, and again, I have never heard of that. And, they, and then in the extreme... In shows that I played in kind of the last band that I was in back, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago, Today We Escape, we would often go on at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning for a show that was supposed to start at 9.30, 10 o'clock and had maybe one or two bands in front of us. Like, that that happened often. And again, the idea is the longer you can draw out the show at any place that also serves alcohol, the more alcohol they're going to sell, the more money they're going to make. So... Why would you want your headliner to be packing up at 9.20 on a Thursday night? Because then everybody goes home. What's the point in hanging out? You want them to yeah. hang out till midnight if they can. Like, you're not going to sell any more beers at the bar. Yeah, they're going to leave. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad business. That's, that's pretty crazy. So, that was my pissed off. Is it a good record release? Yeah, it's good. You said you bought the record? It would have been nice to see them live. I mean, I can also listen yeah. to that for free on Bandcamp or Spotify yeah. or Amazon Music, whatever. Should have gone up and hung, hung out with the band. Shook their hands. Speak Japanese to them. Be like, I've been to Japan twice in the last three months. It's true. And they go, oh. And they'd be like, uh, okay, did you come to yeah. the show? No, no, I tried to, but you motherfuckers started at 7.30 or whatever. Yeah, you're on Japan time, apparently. And since I don't understand, I was the, just like, "What show starts at seven thirty? That makes no sense." To me. None on a weekday, none. Especially in a city like DC. Like you're right, traffic is yeah. There are the tons of people out. Like it's it's in an area where there's lots of restaurants and bars. There are a lot of people out. Not that I expect many of those people would be crossover fans for Japanese right. math rock, but to walk by, yeah, no, I, you might get one or none. two that like wander in and be like, "Ah, oh, listen to this band." I don't know. It was just like it made no sense to me. That's, yeah, that's pretty frustrating. Covered extensively here. Pretty frustrating. Um, all right, we're sixty-seven minutes in. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other topics on here, but we can punt these till next week. I don't think any of them are really time sensitive. Yeah, none of these are that I can see. Um, so what's the score on oh, the? Uh, it was on a Saturday, actually. Oh, okay. And it looks Even like, worse. according to their page, so I guess the event was through Lights Facebook page or something. Okay. If I'm looking at the DC club, the DC nine thing, 
this says the the opening band would start at 7.30, but that is not what the event page that I saw mm. there. They might have updated yeah. this after the fact, too. Fuck them. The, the story takes a turn. <laughs> it's not my fault. Like, I looked at, the, I looked at a posting that said 8.30. Yeah. Update that you shit. Call the club. If you ever go to a show at that club again, Yeah, I will definitely call ahead yeah. next time. You're like, I'm leaving my house in Baltimore. Where are we at with the show? Is it about to start? Is it not starting for an hour? I just want to know before I. Go. I mean, I there's this other place where I have seen free jazz shows. It's called uh, the Rhizome, which is basically like okay. a house. It's very weird because it's in not a house part of the city, but there mm. there's like a a mixed use building with like condos and shit. And then across the street, there's kind of like a weird like little grassy thing. And in the back of that, there's like a house where they have these shows. They do a lot of experimental artwork and music and stuff. And I went do there do, one time. Uh, do they What's do that? torture porn? Do they do torture porn porn haunts? Do I don't think so. They're the more like season? make oh. your own vegan granola kind of place. Oh, um, nice. But uh, yeah. I went there one time and to see, I think David Murray, who's a saxophonist, doesn't matter. Um, and I got there doesn't and he's know. like, uh, yeah, we're sold out. And I was like, I was like, uh, I drove here from Baltimore. Can you let me in? He's like, yeah, I can let you in. was like that. The good thing about that place being so informal, he's like, he's like, it's just yeah, you. Whatever. I was like, yeah, it's just me. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Um, I think he didn't make me pay too, which was nice. Oh, very nice. Score. Because he's like, Score did you buy tickets be, uh, ahead of time? Attitude. I was like, I did not. Because this seems like something that even in DC, there's probably like 25 people that are interested in it. Right. Didn't think it was going to sell out. What can I tell no. you? Seemed unlikely and, at best. And like something some of those things like that where it's like in DC, like normally I would buy my tickets ahead of time, but I'm like, I might not want to drive an hour, hour and a half yeah, to get to that show. You if, might, if, yeah, you if, might make a game. If it's a long day, I might be like, fuck it. But if I pay right. for the tickets then I'm like, God damn it, I definitely have to go. So yeah, sometimes forcing yourself to see live music against your will. I love it. Well, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but that that commute no. is a little rough. Yeah, and DC is the worst. <laughs> Literally, the worst traffic in the country. This guy that I work with, like who, laughing at DC. Who? Uh, he likes punk. He's more into metal, but he was like, um, a Veil played a reunion show in Richmond, and he's like, nice. "Are you going to go to that show?" And I was like. I'd like to, but it's fucking Richmond. I can be like three hours like, to get to Richmond from here because you got to yeah. go through D.C. It's a through fucking DC. nightmare. He's like, but wow. it's a veil. I was like, yeah, I like a veil, but I'm not driving like six hours round trip to see them. He's like, and he went to the show. He's like, it was great. I was like, how the fuck are you driving to Richmond? He's like, yeah, I just, you know, I wanted to see him. I was like, more power and, to you, buddy. I'm not driving that far to see a show. Not anymore. I'm too old for that shit. I'm assuming Avail is from Richmond, but it's like yes, they're from Richmond. You're gonna have so. reunion shows. Make a weekend of it. Have a Friday night sh- or a Thursday night show in Richmond, and then a Friday night show in DC, and then a Saturday night show in DC, so that a lot more people can come see you guys. Yeah. I guess yeah, I Richmond is cool. like just like it should be hour and a half, maybe two hours max, but is never that short. Oh, that God, no. from. From that the north side of DC to Richmond is like can be anywhere from an hour to like six hours. It's just insane. Yeah. I've heard horror stories about it for sure. 
and there's no way around it. I mean, there's really long ways around it. <laughs> yeah, there's guaranteeing it's there's no shortcuts, but for no, sure, unless you like have a 95 shoots through it. Personal helicopters. All right, I think we've rambled enough about DC traffic and shows. No, let's talk some more about that. Tell tell more kids to get off our lawn. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> what's what's the score of the game? Real quick, uh, Blazers Clippers. On the feed that I'm watching right now, it's the Clippers 34, Blazers 29, with okay. six almost seven minutes left in second quarter. Oh. All right, oh. damn. And that's oh. Scalabissier mm-hmm. just got clocked by uh, Y. He weighs 127 pounds. So yeah, I know. When you're seven feet tall, you weigh 140. It's not great for you. Skeletor, Labissier, yeah. <laughs> he was even thinner in college. I don't know how he made it through the Kentucky system. But anyway. It's like, dude, please don't get hurt. We have one power forward slash center, and it's you. Oh, sorry, we have Whiteside and Scal. That's about it. And all our all the people playing power forward are either like 500 years old or um, right. stretch threes. Which doesn't count. Our, our anyway, power forward rotation yeah. is basically Hazonia and Anthony Tolliver, which is not great. Anthony Tolliver's still in the league. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, haven't heard that name in a long time. This, <laughs> he made it to the podcast. Good for him. All right, that's your NBA update. We're not going to do any deep cuts. We can do more on that maybe next week. There's there's a lot to go through. Just the last just quickly on the yeah, yeah yeah just on the Lakers. Are you yes. are you a believer of the Lakers' success? I don't understand the question. They the have the best record in the NBA. Right. Are you, do you Tied think with it's, the Sixers, yeah. Whatever. Do you think it's going to continue? Is there going to be think some... We'll, I, I think we'll is finish... Is Rondo going to come in and destroy the team? Is Dwight Howard going to start no. farting in the locker room and everyone's going to be like, get the fuck out of here? Again, I don't want to go too deep into this, but they've been playing very well. I've watched, I think, half the games. That Dallas game on Friday was amazing. I don't know if you yeah, watched it. I'm sure I didn't watch it, but it. I heard that was a really good game. I mean, it was I mean, overtime, two triple Doncic. doubles. Yeah, yeah, I, it was. I, it was an I I'm skeptical game. that LeBron is going to keep up this level of intensity. He's going to start slacking. I mean, I know no, he'll slow down. He'll start taking in. games off, like we talked about at the outset of this pod, like you're doing. Um. You know, he'll, and and AD will do the same thing. And trust me, I'm terrified. AD is a very large body, and he's very fragile, and he's had the shoulder issues. I wouldn't be shocked at all if he unfortunately hurt hurt himself and missed 10, 12 games from an injury. Yeah. And if either one of those two guys goes down with an injury, we're 500 team at best. I think I would say if the thing that's good for the, the Lakers right now is they're showing what they can be, so... Like if they can establish, hey, this is what we're going to be in the playoffs, then right. they coast in the middle of the season, or there's some injuries um, for their sake, hopefully minor. Um, then, right. then maybe they can get everybody healthy for the playoffs, and I think they can have right. a good run in the playoffs. I don't think they will be similar the to have one what the Warriors have season, done. just because they I don't, don't have the depth. Third or and fourth. I, I don't expect Dwight Howard to continue. <laughs> His successful ways just because the game he had against <clears throat> it wasn't Memphis whatever that game that he had like 16 and 10 that was a flash in the pan but we don't need 16 and 10 from him we just need like 10 and 6 or 8 and 6 is all we need and no stupid fucking fouls and good defense and he's been playing incredible defense I gotta I know that's I, hate I know the that's the thing that like I 
I think will go away though because it's, it's just such a fucking nut job I feel like you can't maintain it for some reason I mean it might and past history would indicate that but much older history like his first six years in the league true where he was a perennial all-star if that's kind of the mentality he has now that he's in his mid-30s then great let's Do you just have a minimum that. deal do you know I, I don't know if they if they upgraded him from the non-guaranteed but Oh, yeah. I don't know. He was non-guaranteed. It was the non-guaranteed, but I think I read that it's it's the the vet minimum. It's like two point three or something. I mean, he's already it's, made two hundred forty million dollars in his career. He doesn't need a big contract, but it's completely insane. I know, but it's crazy but, to be like. But again, MVP candidate to vet minimum. Yeah. I mean, well, I know that sort his, of happens to everybody, but but not the same way. If you look at his career. He had, yeah, again, for six, a, six or seven years in Orlando. Then it was like two years in L.A. And then it was like Atlanta and Washington. Like he bounced around for three or four or five years in a row. And now he's just kind of landed where he is. It's like his 14th year, 15th year. I mean, he's been around forever. It's crazy when you stop and think about it. So, um, but anyway, yeah, no, I, look. Oh, it says they signed him to a minimum, so. Okay, that's what I thought it was, the vet minimum. But again, to answer your question, we're seven games into the season. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. talk to me. Talk to me at Christmas Day. Yeah, we'll that'll see where it'll the, be interesting to see how everybody works pans then. out. Yeah. Hopefully, the Blazers can you know, play a little bit of defense, but it's hard when you don't have anyone bigger than six eight. And McCollum, who's five six. Yeah, it does make it a struggle bus. Struggle bus. Anyway, all right. Um, so we'll catch up on all this other stuff later. I did want to kind of tease. A concept to you that my coworker brought up to me today. Ooh, which tease is, away. She lists, she's listening to a podcast, which is Kate Hudson and her brother Oliver Hudson, and it's brand new. It just started this week, or just was released this week. And apparently, one of the things that they talked about in the first episode was the their differences in how they perceive their childhood, like yeah. from all sorts of different angles. And she was like, "You and." Todd should talk about that. And I was like, I, you know, other than Todd throughout my entire childhood <laughs> saying that I had it easier because I was the second child, I was like, I don't think we're going to have a lot of differences, but maybe it'd be interesting to, to talk about that sort of stuff. I don't okay. know. Is this and our perception get, like, of Goldie Hawn or of other things that are more related to us? Of everything but Goldie Hawn, yes. Okay. That's correct. I don't have a strong um, opinion on Goldie Hawn. I don't either. Um, I mean... I have a mild dislike, I suppose. I never thought she was a <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so... I assume she's so also Oliver's mother. Is that what you said her name? His name was? I assume so, yeah. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, I assume, but I don't know. They just have idea. the same dad. I don't know. I mean, it's Hollywood. You know, there's no telling. It could be neither the same mom or dad. Yeah. Yeah. It could be no relation at all. They just, just happen to have the same spiritual name. Spiritual siblings or something. I mean, you know, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, I could see them putting that together. Anyway, so that's a tease. I don't know if we'll do that next week or sometime down the road, but it, it's an interesting concept. I don't think we're going to find many differences, but you never know. All right. can, we have to uh, think. do a deep dive. And, and we'll have to serious. think of some events or something, or something that we... Yeah. I don't know. We can think about it. I don't really want to listen to that podcast because it sounds terrible, but... Um, yeah, I'm maybe, not going to listen to it. Should, just to see what they're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it a spin. I told her I'd listen to it. It's only like 35 minutes as opposed to the 79 minutes that we're currently 
clocking in at. So. Hey man, podcast length is not it's Irrelevant. all imaginary. Just go with That's the flow. You just sit back and yeah, enter it's the not, enter we're the fucking zone. local news. Also we're true. Not, we don't have to hit that um, tight twenty two. No. And we're back. Um, so also programming note, um, which is just me patting myself on the back. We have for 20 months now, with I think maybe one exception, we've gotten a podcast out every single week. Um, so the new thing that I'm doing, and I did it last week, as I mentioned, is I'll be mixing this and probably putting it up tomorrow, maybe Saturday, but I will still hit that week mark. Um, but that's just to make things more relevant, especially our basketball conversations and other things. Um, my new plan is whatever night it is that we record to edit and have it up within a day or two, but within that same week. So you will be getting this content uh, this week and you'll continue to have something to listen to every single week. So fear not. It may be on a Shit. different schedule. I used to do Wait, it every didn't Monday you already drop something this week? No, I put up the Halloween one on Halloween, but I have not put anything uh, up this week. I we, sh- we should get back to doing it on Tuesdays. Yeah, my my load with. management issues will probably be will be resolved in the next. So the Achilles I don't know. It's a rough better. time. Fucking NBA West Coast games are a bitch on the East Coast, man. Especially these TNT games. Are to yeah, TNT always runs long. One a.m. One thirty. Hey, you're preaching to the choir, man. <sighs> As a Lakers Brutal. fan for fifteen years, you're an hour on the away. East Coast, I was. No, no, oh, no. yeah, yeah. When I'm saying when I lived in Greenville, yeah, it was it was rough. I used to do that all the time. I'd always, I'd end up falling asleep on the couch. I wake up at three a.m. and it's like Charmed or whatever that stupid show with uh, <laughs> Alyssa Milano would be on. I'm like, fuck, I guess I missed the end of the game. Charmed. I cannot tell you how many times that happened. Like, oh man, many, many, many times. My wife was a fan of that show. I don't know why. I that's who was the third sister or the second it was, sister uh, even. The chick from uh, 90210, Shannon Doherty was one of them. Yeah, I know, but no, not her. I know, there's her, Alyssa Milano, and there's another sister. Oh, I have no idea. I've literally never watched more than the uh, the, the 30 seconds sheep, before I turn off will. the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Feels like they all were on that show. But anyway. Um, all right, so that's yeah. all. That's see, news and notes. See, did is put somebody on skates. Yeah, exactly. Good for him. Go Dame. Uh, CJ. Just yes. the Trailblazers. They I think they did it two or three seasons ago. They used to have a thing. It was a CJ McCollum special victims unit where he would just cross so much up. It was fucking amazing. I wish they did that shit again. There's a classic one of Dirk where he's just like he goes around him and he's like turning around like he's like completely just destroyed. He has no idea where CJ is with the ball. Just like on skates, it's awesome. Those are pretty good, but I, th- I think the best are when, when guys start backpedaling and then they lose their balance and they, and I could I, I could see a guy like Dirk going into you know three rows into the stands with his big long stride backpedaling, but like when someone gets crossed up and they kind of lose their balance and the defender just backpedals like down towards the baseline, that's always the best. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's cartoonish, in essence, but. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's wrap it up. That's it for this week. Uh, again, back on regular, regularly scheduled programming going forward. Hopefully, until we hit the holidays, and we'll probably get all fucked up again. But we'll see. Stay tuned. Holidays are uh, coming. So that's it. Until next week, everybody. Peace.
Peace!